everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, for this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode number 114, from April the 2nd of 1994. We are back and as unprofessional as ever. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. We're recording this on a night we normally don't do, and we're going to do things a little bit different as we are still in Dungannon, Virginia. We're going to do a watch-along, and uh, we'll see how it goes. The last one was pretty good. Uh, don't worry. Even though it's a watch-along, we, we will still play the promos and all that good stuff. So, uh, again, a little bit of a watch-along, but with that said, Doc, what's going on, man? You doing all right? You ready to get this puppy uh, party rolling? Puppy party rolling. That sounds like some kind of dirty Smoky Mountain sex shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still reeling from a few weeks ago. When I just heard it back not too long ago, where Harper suggested that perhaps a can of spam be dipped in antifreeze and given to the poor Smoky Mountain bear that's on exhibit in the Gatlinburg <laughs> area, that shit was that was wonderful. That was pretty vicious. That poor bastard, fucking bear. Harper, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm- I know you're tired, bro. I'm trying to watch Hard to Kill, but y'all fucking ruin that. Yeah. Yeah. Got wrestling to do. Yeah. We got we got wrestling to do. <laughs> so all right. So like I said, we're we're doing Smoky Mountain, episode one hundred and fourteen. It's April the second of nineteen ninety four. Uh, I won't tell you where to find it, but you should know by now. So with that said, uh, Doc, you wanna give me a countdown and we'll hit play on this thing and we'll talk about what's happening and all that good stuff that's going on in this episode. So uh Doc uh, be my uh, Lois Shivani. Forty seven, forty six, <laughs> forty five. I was listening to a recent episode of that mid south terrible show you do with brian last i'm not going to call him great i mean they had reeser bowden count to like a hundred or some shit on some thing y'all were they were doing in the ring so shout out to reeser uh how about club challenge what persian club challenge is what it was oh that's it that's it it was paul ellering and uh iron chic you won't see either one on then one of them on this episode which will start in three two one play all hey, right. there's a, so a guardrail. We got the opening as usual. Oh, that's the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And right. let me, hey, let me let me tell you real quick what happened. So in a second, Dutch and Bob are going to jump in, and then I'll let y'all uh, say y'all peace. But uh, this week we got Mike Furness versus Brimstone from the Infernos for the Beat oh, the boy. Champ TV title. And Tammy will be on Down and Dirty. Uh, the main event, remember, we ain't got much more with Dutch. This is uh, only two left at this point, Fuck. including this one. Main event is uh, Rock Look and Roll Express Carolina. versus... What? Uh, in that in the logo, it's always messed up. Look at South Carolina back there. Oh yeah, it, it always is. Uh, how's the stream coming through? I mean, it's, not it's looking stream. great, yeah. man. What'd you do? I don't you see fix, anything. You fix Skype. It didn't do anything. I didn't do nothing. Yeah. You don't see anything, Harper. You really don't see anything. Uh uh-uh. uh 
Hit play. Are you ribbing me? No. <laughs> it's playing, Harper. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't see anything. And it's oh, great. Jesus. Dutch is sitting there holding the hat. He's about to reach in. He's he's even wearing tape. I wonder if that means that Dutch will have some activity later. All right. So Harper, if you really can't see anything, yeah. Why don't you pull? Why don't you pull it up on your phone and match the timestamp that we're on? Oh, we're, Jesus Christ! Bro, <laughs> I don't get paid for this shit. So uh oh, there's you know, Jesus Christ. What do I gotta do now? What do I gotta so, do now? Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna pause oh. it so we can coach. We can coach. We made it a whole here. minute and thirty six seconds. Jesus Christ! I know, huh? No wonder. How come you can't it. see it and Doc can see it? That's right. Why can I see it? I mean, it's not doing anything. Can you see my? Can you see my screen? My desktop? Yeah, I see. You know, it's just, it's just, it's the mountains for the intro. Mm, look out, mountain. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. That's real weird. Hold on, hold on, Hopper. Um, I, I was gonna tell you to to pull it up. Oh, they went away. Oh my goodness! I, I guess the Rock and Roll lost their loser leave town match. Not quite. Uh, so. Oh, Hopper, they're back. I was gonna tell you to pull, pull it up. Yeah, it's back. Hopper, what do you see now? Uh, the Rock and Roll. Yeah, buddy. Right. Let's try to hit play then. Now. Well, uh, ready three. Two, one, play. That's at the minute thirty-six mark. Okay. Is, can't is hear it playing him, now for you, Hopper? All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Can't hear him, but yeah, it's in like slow motion, kind of. So. Ruh, 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 yeah, it just. This is kind of. This is going to be kind of weird because uh, they'll come out and say doc, here in a doc. A hold minute. on. Hold Why on. Is it, it's we, slow motion. See, Harper, first, it must be Harper's internet, because you and I can see it fine, Doc. Well, now it froze up on me. See? All right, so we're going to pause it at the 212 mark, and we're going to get this shit straight. God Doc, damn it. Doc, you yeah. pull it up on your phone. I've already so, got it pulled up. I already have it pulled up on my computer in the background. Okay. I came ready. I came with my – I got a pencil already, Teach. I'm ready. All right. Harper, you pull it up on your phone or what other, other device that you use to – Shove up your rear end. I don't know, but we're, we're at the two twelve. Okay, let's see. This is great, by the way. Five, five, five. Yeah, yeah, this is great, man. This is why everybody is paying to, so much. Turn up, turn the volume down, and go to two twelve. No, I'm just well, gonna watch it. Fuck it. Go down to, but no, go to two twelve. <laughs> What's the name of this go town? To Duragannon. Dungannon. Dungannon. Rich Gannon. It's like fucking Lord it's, of the Rings. It's Rich Gannon. Are you are you on are you on two twelve yet, Hopper? Hold on, two minutes and twelve seconds. I'm on dos minutos y doce segundos para, right. para With los españoles. Yeah. All right, count us down, Doc. We're at two twelve. Count Let's us down. Let's try this for the third time in two minutes and twelve seconds. We will all push play. Everybody, you out there in the audience, us here in three, two, one, play. All right, so here's the deal: the rock and roll. This is all a replay from last week, just to just to you know make it yeah. make sense. You got Candido, Primetime, Brian Lee, Rock and Roll Express. They're in there, and double, Tammy comes double, in double and wrecks shop. action. I mean, Tammy's right. getting with that black dress, and she is looking good, pal. <laughs> Missed him. I stopped sharing since y'all got it uh, pulled well, up. Well, I'm watching it on my own, dude. I don't even need y'all anymore. I'm watching Smoking yeah. Mountain. 
buddy, on my computer. This is the way it uh, wrestling the way I like it and the way it used to be. So are you going to play the rock and roll here in a minute, or do I need to wait to talk about that? Uh, I'll play it. It's uh, coming up in 30 seconds when Morton comes in and has something to say. These motherfucking recaps wear me the fuck out. Yeah, no. Can we just talk about new shit? Oh, here we go. Last week, my team here, they padded the life out of the Rock and Roll Express, and that was for Jim Cornette. But this week, on today's TV main event, we're going to do it for ourselves because we're going to prove this is the best tag team in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. It's Brian Lee, Chris Candido, and me. Is that a new tattoo for Brian Lee? You know, even though we might not be in Smoky Mountain Wrestling now, there's one thing that I want you to know, Brian Lee and Chris Candido. See, either you can fly with the eagles or you can scratch with the chickens. It don't matter to us because right now we're flying pretty high. You see, it might be our last match right here at Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and we're going to make it a good one. You see, brother, we don't care who you are. You don't do that to the Rock and Roll Express. And everybody's got to pay their debts. And we're the baker. And the main event right here today is going to be the Rock and Roll Express against Primetime and Chris Candido. I can't Thank wait. You. All, right. All right, fans, that's going to be our main event for today. And we'll be back. We're going to see the thrill seekers in action when we come back right after this. It's so All right. Ner- uh, I'm so nervous. Go because, ahead. Like, well, this ha- this, they've already done the loser leave town. So in real life, the rock and roll could be gone, but they're going to wrestle later today. And you know nobody in the audience could figure that out. <laughs> How to rock and roll going to wrestle again when they done lost, maybe, and then go back in time and wrestle again today when that happened a couple weeks ago. Uh-oh. Beast of COVID. We're going to rock America, y'all. I'd rather gonna rock America. I'd rather smooth up in you. Uh, so, uh, Harper, was it you or Doc that asked about the the tattoo? As we have this thrill seeker taking Doc. on. Yeah, Larry is that a Santo. new he, primetime? Brian Lee didn't have a tattoo before, did he? I don't remember. I don't think he did. Probably went in there and said, "Look, I'm putting on some weight, so <laughs> give me the white trashiest tattoo you got." Okay, I got a knife going through a heart that says "Love Hurts" with an Perfect. eagle with with an yeah. eagle holding the knife. In it. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want something that lets people know that if there's a national anthem being played, I'm gonna stand, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> America. <laughs> Y'all are stupid. All right, we got Jericho and Storm in here flying around the ring. Just for the record, uh, let me let me throw this out there, and then I'll let y'all chime in. Um, well done comes out during the match to scout things and uh, the thrill seekers. Uh, they want they want to scout the thrill seekers, and then Cottle prematurely at one point calls the match over. Mm, I, right. I don't know what I don't know what to call the finish, but I will say when we see it in a minute. At one point, Bob Cottle literally says, one, two, three, they won, and the match is still going on, and Dutch starts giving him a hard time about that. Well, and also Dutch during the match kept saying, you don't normally see these kind of moves in America. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. But, yeah, this makes it a lot harder to just go, I ain't got nothing from this match when we have to watch it. Oh. What are we going to do in that 10-minute main event? Jesus Christ. We're going to have to talk about Sasha or something. I got a story. Okay. Remind me about the fucking heater in my house today when it's 85 fucking degrees. What? I'll punch him in the fucking face. 
Turn on a goddamn heater. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> Just wait, Harper. I'll tell you the story. Jesus. You All right. So here's a, que- here's a question, Harper. Who do you uh, think is the better worker here at this point in their career, Storm or Jericho? Uh, in the rain-wise? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Storm. Okay. That sounds that seems reasonable. Yeah. Jericho is good, but he's going 150 miles an hour. Look at Larry yeah. Santos. And and well, and 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 Lance has the rat tail, and that's pretty cool, right? God, yeah. There's never been a year on the calendar where the rat tail was acceptable. Speaking about calendars, do y'all save y'all's calendars? Yeah, back to like <laughs> when I was 17. Yeah. I still got my calendar. I got my fucking Cindy Crawford calendar from like 1994 in case some fucking chick tries to pull some shit with me. Mine says, <laughs> I got I got the whole um, month of December 1987 marked off to play uh, Legend of Zelda. There you go. <laughs> November was Mike Tyson's punch out. You know, punch out. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Mike Tyson, uh, Halbert, did, did uh-huh. you used to? Did you play Tech Mobile or? Kid me, I still play that shit. Hell yeah, pal, <laughs> Bo Jackson. Yeah, Jesus, Bo Mr. Jackson impossible to tackle. And fucking uh, Ronnie Lott was the best uh, defensive guy. Jerry oh, Rice. Mm. Jury Rice. Yeah. All right. We're this is this is about to end in the next minute or so. Uh I don't even know how to describe the finish, but the thrill seekers, they do a double team maneuver off the that's top a, rope. That's a big move. We talk about Candido used to do big moves. This right here is a huge good God, he's getting into a some kind of something. Now they're gonna have some kind of Canadian bacon sex fest and get him, Larry. <laughs> Looks like a fucking uh Looks a fucking the crowd. Mexican flag. Yeah, the crowd has no idea what to I mean they're respectful, but well I guess now they're getting happy. There you go. Yeah, Jericho's rocking America. Look at that. Out on a back street uh-huh. where they heard that fucking heartbeat. Oh Yeah, buddy. Harper must be behind us. Harper, what time stamp are you at right now? Uh he's he's doing his, his no, tell me the, what time nine is what? Eight eight forty nine. Jesus All Christ! Right, you're behind us, you're right. nine twenty-four. Oh. Okay, here it is. Here's here's the up close and personal with the pro Up seekers. close and personal. Watch this. To start off, I was born in uh, 1970, November 9th, in New York City, and uh, <laughs> he's not I even Canadian. To Canada, and I've lived in Canada for the last 15, 16, 17 years, something like that, you know, and. Um, I've been wanting to wrestle for a long time since, you know, sports is part of my background as my father played in the NHL for the New York Rangers. And uh, so it's part of my blood. You know, I got that sports in my blood. And so uh, I went from the natural progression of hockey to wrestling. So as you can see, there is a great natural step up the ladder to the next rung. You know, yeah, I was born in Canada. Actually, I grew up in Toronto, Ontario. Um, started weight training early when I was 13 years old. I've been doing it now for just about 12 years as I'm just 24 years old now. Uh, going up in school, I played volleyball. Not really a real blend into pro wrestling again either, but uh, I guess uh, my jumping ability from volleyball has really helped me in the ring, as people in Spoken Mountain Wrestling have noticed my great jumping ability. Um, Who noticed? Everybody noticed. Nobody said a Everybody word to noticed. you about that. You know, wrestling is the hardest sport that uh, I've ever competed in, and I uh, competed. I played a lot of hockey when I was growing up, you know, uh, 
playing on a lot of the good teams, all the all-star teams and everything. And, and water polo I played as well, which is a very hard sport to condition for. Very popular, too. Very, very popular. There would be like three or four people in, actually in the arena watching the water polo game. Your mom and your sister, yeah? Yeah, no, no, they didn't care. <laughs> Um, and you know it's very hard. You know, I played goalie there. I was like an all-star goalie, and all four people who showed up cheered me on for that. So I was really excited. So, but now I'm in wrestling, and it's very hard conditioning. You know, you got to be really in good shape and, and and really into what you do. And, and you know, I'm excited about it. You know, we've been excited about it for a long time. Yeah, it's a lot harder. It's actually the first contact sport I've really been into. I always did volleyball, basketball, even some track and field, which very competitive. Not really the full contact, which I think is. <sighs> Uh, yeah, no, huh? Professional wrestling, what makes it more <laughs> difficult is, is just the beating your body takes night after night in a full contact situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's push pause here just a like second. 11 on okay. Trip, which was probably the scariest time I ever had in my life. Didn't know if we were going to get home Come alive on, or not. Wasn't oh, that fuck. bad? <laughs> we're getting carried around by gunpoint. That's pretty serious. Now they were, they were, they were my personal bodyguards. Personal bodyguards. They were for me. They, were there they for weren't you. there for you. They were there for me. We're getting dragged up into the hills. They actually were going to let us shoot some of the Russian machine guns they were carrying. I was going to let you shoot my Russian machine guns. Oh, they gave you one, did they? Yeah. Anyway, we're going yeah. up into the mountains, and they drag us into like the unsafe areas because you're not allowed to, to shoot guns in the secured areas of town, I guess. So they brought us right to the border of Israel or whichever it was. Yeah. They drag us to the mountains, and I wasn't sure if they were going to just forget to shoot us down there and leave us for dead. Or well, no, I was cool. <laughs> you were cool. I was scared to death. He was, well, he, was, he was crying. I don't want to do this. These guys are going to shoot us. I don't want to. I'm like, hey, hey. You know, pull it! Boy, outside interests other than wrestling. Jeez, I gotta think about that. That's kind of scary. You, you start with that. Like, Mr. Mr. Excitement, Mr. Mr. Excitement, Mr. Dong, Dong, I sit home on the couch. That's what I do in my spare time. I sit home on the couch, watch wrestling videos, you know, read wrestling books, and wrestle. That's your life. <laughs> That's my life. Yeah. Go to the gym maybe on weekends. <laughs> Well, well, I'm, I like, well, I'm not wrestling, I'm, I'm really into music. I like to rock, you know. I'm in a band, my band is like Great, Great Caesar's Ghost, and my other band, Blackstone Menace, you know. And his favorite, Paul Stanley Paul Rules. Paul Stanley and Kiss, you know. Uh, listen to a lot of music, watch a lot of videos. I like to watch, you know, t TV once in a while, maybe old shows like, like Happy Days and stuff like that. And I sure like that Beavis and Butthead show. <laughs> um, but, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff we do is, is geared toward the wrestling, you know, weightlifting and stuff. But Tell me when to pause, I, I like my music, you know. I like to, if, I, if I'm having too many problems with the wrestling, too many people are, you know, you know on my on my Might as well ride it out, thing, damn. Yeah, for real. Get car, turn up the tunes, and just cruise <laughs> on down the highway. Listen to some songs, you know, it kind of mellows me out. It puts everything into perspective. You know, a lot of people have been asking whether Chris or myself are married. Or, but not to each other. But not to each other. Okay, let I, I that this needs a whole section to itself. So we're gonna pause. Okay, I'm pause. at thirteen thirty one. So I'm at thirteen thirty one in the recording of this. Hold on. What where, what was your timestamp? I'm at thirteen thirty one. Okay, so I'm a little bit ahead of you there, bro. So here's the problem. How many times during this did Corny kind of just put his head down and go, All right guys, I guess that's good enough. Because <laughs> they're not natural at all, and he's not what they want them to be, but he's the best they got. I think Lance when, Storm, when Lance Storm I, said it, he's a homebody, and he's like, I just like to stay home. <laughs> like I imagine, I imagine Corny in that hotel room. They're like, what's fine? I like, I okay. I have no clue. I assume Corny's here for this. I do too. I, it, he may it, not be, but it, I assume he is. It makes it so much better if he is. <laughs> right. So we don't know, but let's assume Corny's here, and I can hear. I can. I mean, I, I don't think Corny said this, but 
I think we all visualize Corny going, God damn, motherfucker, when they ask you when you do what you like to do for fun, you talk talking about the rats and going out. You know, I can I just can like, hear like some shit like get, that. Get my dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Keep going, Doc. So, what else you got? Well, Dude, he's into rocking and he's in bands already, which is a precursor of that nonsense. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I like Chris Jericho and I like him as a wrestler. I listen to his podcast some, but Fozzie is not good music. So there's that. Uh, I like Lance Storm in the ring. I like some of Lance Storm's characters later on in wrestling. Lance Storm might be the most boring human on God's career. <laughs> I don't think he's that bad. Dude, I, I, I'm just like, it's just, just from watching this, Lance Storm looks like that guy that's in the Navy, and he's going out on Friday night with all his, uh, all the buddies in his fucking platoon or whatever the fuck. He's got his nice button-up shirt that he got from TJ Maxx on. Seems right so far. Is yeah. he going to munch the box after everybody else is? Drop the load in it. No, God. Did we discuss that? Yeah, somebody on our, one of our listeners <laughs> said that you uttered a commandment that thou shan't shall not That's eat gross. a hooker's box or something. And you know it's nice. fucking. The only thing missing from this is the fucking uh, Motel Six uh, ashtray in the yeah. middle of that table. <laughs> <laughs> we have smoking non-smoking rooms available in Jellicoe, Tennessee, at the Days Inn, where you can go to Heather's and enjoy a cocktail. Is that Dude. a band shirt? I Doc? could not figure out what in the hell shirt that was, but yeah. it has to be. Yeah, that, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, it's got to be some fucking band. That might be one of his bands. Jesus. All you right. know, I, you know, and I can see. I could see the next the the next day or later that night or fifteen minutes after this was shot. <laughs> he walks to Corny walking down the hall to the rock and rolls room and guys, can you come down here and start to teach these guys what it means to be the top baby faces in the territory? <laughs> well, hold on. As you're talking about that, the where I paused it, they're about to start talking about and the chicks they dig. Well, and here's the other and, problem. If you believe the stories that are told, and there's no reason not to, and maybe it's half of why he looks so uncomfortable here, Lance Storm is engaged at this point. <laughs> I would I would think that would be a reason to feel uncomfortable if I was him. So I can't blame him for feeling uncomfortable when he's asked this question and he starts answering because you know if his fiance is down there living with him she is going to see what he says on TV. So he's probably, I mean, he okay, ain't Ric okay, Flair. Okay, okay. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this, because this is Smoky Mountain, and you never wrestled anywhere as big as Smoky Mountain, but you wrestled, what, two years after this? Um, were, yeah. All right. And you were in a smaller territories and, stu- and such, and this is that time where it's like, they're still, you know, the territories are still trying to hold up some illusion of kayfabe. Would you have smartened up your significant other? I mean, by default, she was the girlfriend I had when I got into the business was she knew. 
I mean, because I played this fucking idiot from, you know, the ghetto. I mean, she <laughs> Wait, knew. How's that playing anything? Yeah. That's like fucking okay. Eminem played a rapper in from Detroit in fucking Eighth Mile. Sounds like a fucking shoot to me, pal. <laughs> Put it this way: I wasn't shooting nobody, and I hadn't, and I didn't have a criminal record, and still don't. So you came for out that purpose, somebody, yes. You came out and called somebody an in. Well, and then here's. I guess up. it's okay and for then, you people to call each other in, right? And then the other thing. She, yeah, she knew. My 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 girl knew at the time. Okay, I mean, I'm just wondering. She, I'm just so what I'm wondering is is if he hadn't smartened her up, was this the moment when he had to smarten her up so that he could get out <laughs> of trouble? Possibly, possibly. Wow. But I've right. heard the stories that, and I don't know how, how true these is. I mean, I've heard them from like. You Did know, you say I don't know how true these is? And you're trying. I don't to know how true. You're no, not. No, no, a I said I don't know superstar. How, Comma. I don't know how tr- <laughs> I don't know how true this this would be is what I said, but like I've heard the stories where evidently Jericho and Storm are at the gimmick table, and I, I want I would love to hear Lance Storm's version of this because I've never heard him talk about it, and evidently his wife or fiance is at the table, so you know how are they going to service the rats so to say if his wife slash girlfriend of the top babyface tag team or one of in the promotion is at his table. It's like, what kind of servicing can he do at that point? I'm going to tell you right now, Corny would have had a better shot playing that angle out by trying to turn Storm's fiance into a freak who could facilitate three ways than get Storm to cheat on his fiance. Jesus Christ. What? Yeah, whoa. But anyway, no, my my, my point... Trying to pop the territory or not, pal? (laughs) My point was... I don't know how true that I've heard the stories that his, his wife slash fiance was at the table with him. And, you know, it's like, Hey, how are we going to get chicks over here to buy our gimmicks and all that? And you're sitting here hugged up with your wife and, you know, fiance. I, you know, I wonder if that stuff's true. Cause it's, I'm just curious, but I don't know. Uh, all right. Do we want to keep going? Let's keep going now. Yeah. Three, going. three, two, one, play. Hold on. Oh, We're at 1331. We're at 1331. We're at 1331, everybody, when we hit three, two, one, play. Uh, neither one of us are. Um, I guess we just haven't found the right person, I guess. Um, it's not really a First. job that's suitable to married life, but as far as what I'm looking for, I'm not even really sure. Um, probably someone a little more quiet as when I'm done with my job and my wrestling and going crazy, I like to sort of, you know, mellow a little bit and be quiet at home. So that's sort of my lifestyle. I don't know what Chris is looking for. Uh, me, I, I like girls that are breathing. Oh, that's a good breathing, that's breathing that's a good, you know, a pulse, a breathing, you know, um, stuff like that, you know, a couple ears and a couple eyes. Actually, I like pretty much every type of girl, blonde girls and, and brunette girls and redhead girls, you know, whoever, like if a girl has to be cool though, you know, she can't be like too high up on herself or, you know, think she's really like better than anybody else or anything like that. <laughs> You know, other than that, I'm I'm pretty easy. I'm pretty easy guy to pretty work easy with. Easy guy. There we go. You know? <laughs> it's kind of similar to Canada, but the one thing I really like so far is the people have been real friendly to us. You know, uh, they're really they don't insult. They don't insult me as much as usual. So, so I'm pretty happy about that. You know, the girls are very nice, very pretty. Um, there's a lot. Seems to be a lot going on. It's, it's it's exciting territory to be in. You know, there's a lot happening, and. Um, I think this territory and is ready for the thrill seekers. I think the thrill seekers are ready for Smoky Mountain wrestling. 
So um, I think, I don't know if you're looking to just forward to it as much as I am, but I'm, I'm excited, I'm pumped. You know, I want, I'm ready to go. Ready to go, yeah. Okay, Doc? So Lance Storm said he wanted a quiet girl, somebody's quiet at home. Jesus Christ, who doesn't? Yeah. That's all of us. And then Jericho just basically said, if you got a hole and you can get it open, I'll, That's I'll nice. jump right in. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. I paused it for everybody out there wondering. We'll pick back up in a second because we had to address this. What? Oh, when did you pause? Uh, fourteen fifty eight. Okay, we're at fourteen fifty eight. So, um, let me get back there, dude. I don't, I don't know what you do with this. Corny's <laughs> this like, is what great, is, man. What are you talking about? This is, it's, this is so fantastic in so many ways. Uh, nah, this is no, no, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome, man. We got we got we got Jericho talking about as long as you got eyes and ears and, and guess what, bro? In this territory, that's I'm glad you I did you said that because there may be a few without eyes. And ears. <laughs> oh, that's <wow>. nice. <laughs> what are you what trying if, to say? What if Jericho came out and said, "I like black, <laughs> I like black bitches." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I like the thick black bitches. Wow. Nick Corny just puts his head down on the table like, no, there's no black people here. Uh-huh. God damn! Why do you think I moved here? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. What else you got, Doc, before we I like how, Well, the last thing I was going to say so we can get done with this and it doesn't become a two-hour watch-along of a 43-minute episode <laughs> is... He's talking about the what he's noticing about America, and it's like, dude, he's talking like he came from Scandinavia or some right. shit. It's like, dude, this is just Canada. Like he's the fucking cousin from uh, Perfect Strangers when he's on the back of a, on, 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 on the back of a fucking wagon that he goes to, goes to Chicago. You mean cousin, cousin Valky? Yeah, cousin Valky. <laughs> I know what that is. That's, that's what <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Shit. All right. So let's push play. We're at 1458. We're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. Fans, the first Smoky Mountain event in Marietta, Georgia, back on March 10th was a huge success. We had a great crowd filling. I actually didn't, wasn't going to play this. I was going to talk uh-huh. through it. Let me just tell you all. Well, basically what happens is they throw it to the Cobb County Civic Center and they show Bullet Bob Armstrong or Bob Armstrong accepting an award saying he can't wait to come back to the Cobb County Civic Center. This was at the Armstrong family reunion that they had been plugging over the last few weeks. So that's oh, all okay. it is. It's just an award, award had, presentation. Oh, Luger there? Yes. Fat <laughs> right. bastard. Is that Joe Petticino? I don't know who that is. Oh. Damn. Why Dude, would you say Petticino? Because it kind of looks like Joe Pesino in that suit, except bigger. Probably like the mayor or... I don't know. I don't really care. He said they're coming back, though. Did they actually come back? I don't remember. Bob's like, we're going to come back. And I thought, like, that was their only time there. So, well, people can't... 
if you're not watching, you can't see, but Bob Armstrong is telling you, thanks so much. Civic leader. Yeah, I mean, basically, the the whole thing is he's he's talking about he's accepting the award and he's being thankful. And uh, in a second, it goes to another promo. I, I wasn't going to play it. We could talk through it. But uh, he talks about receiving the award. And then he talks about the mystery man and, you know, how that mystery man that Cornette's going to tag with at Bluegrass Brawl, which already happened at this point. Uh, they basically can go screw themselves. It's a meat and potatoes promo. Uh, Doc and I have watched it. Harper didn't, but uh, Doc, while we're waiting on it, would you agree with that? Yeah, but man, it, it's a we got you and I know who the mystery partner is, and Harper still doesn't. So uh, we're gonna find out what next episode is that right? So what's this? Yeah, what's this trophy for? It's just for the the Armstrongs spitting out four kids that all wrestled. How can you have a, a fucking trophy in fucking wrestling and it doesn't get destroyed? Right. It's like the cake that actually gets right. Eaten. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. What's the trophy for? Because yeah. they came back and they oh. performed there and it was oh. a big show. Oh. Well, that's you know certainly... you know what's funny. No. I uh I'm gonna look it up right now. I wonder I wonder how many how much. Uh, uh, SMW wrestling history. I wonder how many people it drew. Give me a second. Uh, I, I tried. You, I tried looking up the building. I couldn't find anything on it. Well, I bet you it drew like three hundred and seventy-five people. All right. You and Harper talk while I'm looking it up. Um. So, Harper, what's Hi. going on? <laughs> what's what's going on? Look at B.A. He's laying down the law. He's like, I don't care who you bring. And then he's going to care who he brings in a minute because he's <laughs> ass whooped. That's exactly what he's saying right there, though. He's like, yeah. you bring whoever you want. Mystery man, whatever. I will tell you this, Harper. Harper, I know you didn't look ahead yet or watch ahead at all. But the mystery man is not anyone you would think. Is it, uh, no. Is it a former uh, wrestler here from Smoky Mountain? No. Okay. And it is a new character being introduced too. Uh, oh, okay. It's it's Mike Furness. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Well, I thought it was Mike Furness, and when he got in the ring, Bob Armstrong started laughing so hard that Corny pinned him. <laughs> All right, so I know Cornette's cutting a promo in the background yeah. as y'all are watching this, but I will tell you this: it's it's another. The easiest way for me to describe this is they're just passing time till they can get to next week. It's just meat and potatoes. Uh, you it's kind of it's kind of man. It's kind of sad that Dutch's last shows are just going to be passing time. He's going to do more than pass time here in a minute, though. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, I agree, and I will play that. But I will tell you this for right now while Cornette's talking in the background. So the Armstrong family reunion that they've been building up and talking about, the one Luger was at, Jeff Jarrett. Did we get any other WWF promos, Doc, or was uh, it just Jarrett and Luger? Those, I think that was it. Yeah. All right, so Armstrong family reunion, which was March 10th, 1994, in Marietta, Georgia, Cobb County Civic Center. There were reportedly 1,075 people in attendance. And uh, let me give me give me a second now, since we don't have to play a promo for a couple more minutes. This was the card. Uh, One, two, three kid was in a draw with Bobby Blaze. What? (laughs) Damn. Yes. 
Hold on. I <laughs> want you to show. shut up. Here comes my main man to defend his title. Oh, God. Hold on. Well, here he comes again. A bogus football Listen to Bob player. Call. Bogus Listen to Bob Call. Listen to Bob Bogus University, Mike Burnett, <laughs> who has had a real lucky streak. What do you mean a bogus university? The University of Tennessee, man. Have you checked out their basketball program? Very bogus. <laughs> hey, Dutch. Even Heath Stuller had to leave. He knew something wasn't right. But anyway, let's get these introductions. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the Beat the Champ TV title holder to weight of 246 pounds from the University of Tennessee, Mike Burnett. Oh, God. Christ. Cottle in a minute says he's the luckiest wrestler on the roster because he keeps winning so fast. <laughs> I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. When good old Bob turns on you, you're shit. Do you want me to keep going through the yeah, Cobb County Civic Center? Yeah, part? let's go back to yeah. the one, two, three kid and Bobby Blaze. I'd rather be watching that right now. Okay, so that was a draw. Uh, the next match was Hillbilly Festus pin New Jack. What? Well, New Jack, Tracy was they were down in Georgia right now. Oh, look at that old coot. Uh, Tracy Smothers pinned Chris Candido. Makes sense. Ronnie Garvin came back and beat Kevin Sullivan. Oh, I'd like to see Jesus Christ. Yeah, wow. Lex Luger pinned Arwen, uh, Arwen, Erwin R. Scheister. Mm, WWF. Yeah. Dirty White Boy, Dirty White Girl beat Primetime Brian Lee and Timmy Fitch uh, when Dirty White Boy pinned Primetime Brian Lee. Uh, Scott, Brian, and Steve Armstrong beat Well Done and Owen Hart. Oh, Owen mm. Hart was there. Uh, Rock and Roll Express beat the Smoky Mountain. Uh, oh, shit. I just gave away a result. But oh, nah, whatever. Jesus Christ. No, no, no. no I actually I didn't give it away because it was via DQ. Oh. Oh. oh, down and dirty. Let's go to it. Now I'll tell you the last name. I am match. Dr. Dutch Mantel, and I would like to welcome, and I want everybody to give a big hand to my special guest, the First Lady of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. She looks beautiful today, Miss Tammy Fitz. Now, Tammy, I told the people at the outset of the show, you have a special challenge, and it's a very, very important announcement. You know, I'm getting just a little sick and tired of that filthy, dirty, white girl sleazeball always saying she wants to fight. She wants to wrestle. She's not happy with the mixed matches. She says, I want a singles match. She says she wants a singles match. She says she wants it one-on-one. -on -one. Well, let me tell her something right now. If she gets her little ugly butt out here, she can have her singles match. Whoa. She can have it one-on-one. -on -one. If she comes out here, she can have the single match that she wants. If she comes out. I don't think she's going to come. That's a very important announcement. And all I can say. Wait a minute. We're joined here. Okay, wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. Okay, you heard the challenge. All right. You got any words? Hey, it ain't nothing for me to slap that broad senseless. I want her right now. Okay, wait a minute. Okay. She <laughs> said she, it ain't nothing to her to slap your face or something like that. She wants you right now. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I think you may have misunderstood me. I didn't say a singles match with me. I didn't say with me. That's a big broad. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm getting sick and tired of people interrupting down and dirty. Wait a minute. <laughs> Tammy, excuse me, I gotta break this up. Who is this? Who is this, Dutch? Where did 
she come from? Somebody that Tammy Fitch brought in to take on the dirty white girl. She said the dirty white girl could have a match, but not with her. And now she's got the dirty white girl down, got her hands around her throat, and she's just poking her out in the center of the ring. And here comes the dirty white boy. That's going to break it up. She backs away now. Would white boy hit a girl? Would he hit a girl? Well, I don't know. It remains to be seen because they both go out. He probably would. And we'll be back right after this. All right, I'm going to let it keep playing for a second. All right, fans, with us right now is Tammy Fitch. That had to be a setup. You had to set that up. Who is there? Who is she? Let me tell you something. I'm tired of her saying she wants to wrestle me. I'm tired of her saying she wants a singles match. She's not happy with these mixed matches. Well, I went down to Atlanta. I went down to the toughest neighborhood anyone has ever seen in Atlanta. And I found my secret weapon. I found Peggy Lee Leather. And if white girl wants to come to me, let me tell you something, honey. You gotta go through Peggy Lee first. And you're ready for her, are you? I'll tell you one thing. You're looking at the best damn labor wrestler in the whole world. And this dirty white girl running around messing with my big friend here, Terry Beck. I'll tell you what, that is a small example of what you've got coming. Little peep squeak. Isn't peep she squeak. just great? <laughs> All right, fans. Let's go to the ring. Harper, I need your, as Bobby Blaze and Prince Karras are about to wrestle, I need your Man. reaction to Peggy. Dude, she's fucking big, huh? That's a big broad. She's as big as Bob. Standing next to him. She was R- Wendy Richter's tag team partner in WWF in 1984. Oh, fuck. Man, she looks fucking fat and huge, huh? She uh, she gave uh, Dutch a, a scoop slam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, but do you have anything else, Hopper? Because that broad is a rough-looking broad. She looks fucking rough. That girl's name was Barbara. And she's definitely... She's definitely not from the, the fucking roughest part of of, of Atlanta, Mm-mm. but but she yeah she looks like a fucking she looks Trailer rough, right? That that fucking mullet, dude. Would you want to find yourself squared off in a ring with her? Shit. No. All right, in a in a second, I gotta play something from Van Horn as this match is chaff? about to go away. Oh, well, she slammed you. Oh, she picked you right up and slammed oh, you out there, out. Dutch. You're oh, never, back. ever going to live that down. All right, Daryl Van Horn moved right in here with us at ringside. Let's give him a microphone as French Carrot and Bobby Blaze go at it up there in the ring. That's right. I cannot believe that we're sitting here in the ring with Bobby Blaze. We've got bigger fish to fry. The dirty white boy is going to make the mistake of putting his... Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Championship on the line against Prince Karras. It's the culmination of months and months of work. Now, this Bobby Blaze is a piece of stinking Kentucky trash. His father was a stinky drunk who was such a lush, he made Kitty Dukakis look like Carrie Nation. And his mother was a no-good Jezebel who had to go to work on her back in the coal mines of Kentucky, giving a new twist to the phrase mine shaft. Now, Dirty White Boy has a serious price to pay, Dutch. A serious price to pay. Okay, <laughs> I had to play that. Do we want to go back to Peggy Lee Leather and uh, yeah. now defending Tammy Fitch? Well, or... I got a question here before we do that so that we can buy ourselves some time with the tape. The only uh, thing, I, uh, other than the mummy just being terrible, is I thought it was weird that Bobby gets him off his feet. 
That's a sure tell sign they don't have a lot of faith in the mummy. Anyway. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Well, bruh, this mummy shit, let me remind y'all, we're five months into this at this point. That's his second time or third time in the ring, and his last time, I believe. Oh, yeah, fuck this guy. Yes. <laughs> All right. Poor bastard. Like, wait, like, real quick, like I said, right. Bobby said the dude was actually a good worker and was a real well, good dude. Right. They just hey, put him in a stupid gimmick. Let's take a good worker and put him in a paper mache till he can't move and see what happens. Pour some baby powder on him and see what fuck happens. Okay, Harper, which would you, if you had to wrestle a match at Wildcat X rated this year and it was versus this mummy or Peggy Lee Leather, which one would you choose? The fucking mummy? <laughs> Peggy Lee probably, I, I guarantee you, she's got a can of dip in her back pocket. Probably hiding it somewhere else, too. Yeah, whoa. Dip or chewing tobacco? Either Probably one. both. Yeah. Keep it spicy down below, pal. That's yeah. a bike abroad. Dude, yeah, that is... I bet that's a bit... That's a bit... She's too. like, can you hand her your beer and it's like, can you go to the kitchen and get, get me a bottle opener for that? And she just sticks it in her teeth and fucking cranks it open for you and hands it back. Uh, I bet she probably... She was probably drinking a Red Dog. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, we're getting ready to roll to a promo with the dirty white boy and dirty white girl. All right, fans, you just saw him in a ring. Here's the dirty white boy. That Prince Karras is huge. He's he must be extremely powerful. What about him, white boy? I'm not worried about that 300 pound piece of toilet paper running around here. <laughs> what I'm concerned about right now is I go out. Little Miss Tammy Bitch is going out and got somebody to take care of the white girl. Well, a white girl's not scared of anybody as long as you come head on, face to face, eyeball to eyeball. But when you start jumping... Peggy Lee Leather, you want a match, honey, you got it. I guess you heard that. So, big girl, all you got to do is sit it up, crawl in that ring, eyeball to eyeball, and I guarantee you, they always say, Bob... Dynamite comes in small packages. And what are you going to do, Peggy, when it blows up in your face? I tell you what you're going to do. You're going to leave the Smoky Mountain area, and then little Miss Tammy Fitz, you worried about going to college? Well, after the white girl gets through with Peggy Lee. You'll be going to your funeral, honey. Woo! Yeah. Rock and roll. Ooh, all right, <laughs> Hey. We're going to be back. Don't go away. But that was great. With Dirty, that was white, boy, Dirty white Boy buried the mummy with one line. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I got to tell you, that's the best. I'm going to say that's the best Dirty White Girls looked. She looked pretty good there. God, look at this fucker. So, <laughs> which one? Fucking... Uh, Brian Lee. Look at those two. Jeez. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that broad with the rebel flag bandana. Yeah. Fuck. Remember when Jericho said he doesn't matter. It's, it's not, you know, just a couple of eyes. Okay, well. Well, there you go. Here's, here's Wanda. She'll tickle your balls while she sucks you. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, Jericho's little noodle goes limp. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. She takes her shirt off and two fried eggs. 
He had two <laughs> fucking pancakes just go pop. <laughs> <laughs> pancakes. I could just see I could just see Jericho getting his his pipe blown in the back by that bitch and Tracy comes back and goes, Brother, brother, you you're just supposed to make him think that you can let him do it. You don't actually have to do it. Jericho's like, Oh shit. He's probably thinking, I'm going back to Mexico, bro. Fuck no this. shit. <laughs> let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all something. That's a myth. I didn't been around enough of them old timers, bruh. They took whatever came along because there was only one Ric Flair who had his choice of the of the top tens. You don't right? think Stan? You don't think Stan Lane did? He took. I think Stan he, did. I, I mean, Stan had t- his choice. He had his choice, but let me let me say it like this. I have to, I had a friend that used to have uh, a say, and he's like, bruh. We all got something that we don't want to claim. And I guarantee you, Stan, Stan did something he didn't want to claim. Okay. Hey, think about it, Doc. You got you got something out there you don't want to claim. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, right. <laughs> My resume is stellar. And on Mike point. does. Of course Man, he does. I, I, I'll admit it. I got something that I, there's no Just way I would claim. I would deny will, that. to uh, the, the litany of wildebeest and warthogs on your resume. God. Fucking, dang. The woolly mammoths on my resume would just be like. Yeah, that's nice. It's probably like Wild Kingdom. <laughs> it is, bro. It's like Animal Kingdom. <laughs> you ever turn on PBS when we were like 12 in New Orleans? Yeah. Channel that was 12? your old lady. <laughs> Quite a few of them. Okay, so speaking of old ladies, and while we're while we're here, you got Candido that just knocked down Ricky Morton, and this could be our last time to see the rock and roll in a ring here. We don't know for sure, um, although in real time, we this has already happened. Uh, Mike, um, we were talking about this a few weeks ago on the flagship show, which flagship show without Harper, but uh, we've experienced a little drop in temperatures here. It's not summertime anymore. Speaking of resumes and women, um. You're about ready to Crispin and Sasha, aren't you? Well, we did a Patreon show, special show. It was only about 13, 14 minutes long on the temperature dropping in our area. And and when we say dropping, like it was in the upper 50s, lower 60s one night. Uh, about By the time this air is about three, four weeks ago. And Doc and I just cut a just cut a vicious promo on these broads who are ready to turn the heater on at the sign of a... Uh, high 50s low 60s temperature well so if you want to hear that it's actually hilarious and you can get all the patron episodes at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt for as little as two bucks a month it was a fun little episode we did wouldn't you agree with that doc oh it was was wonderful splendid so today it, it doc what did it get up to today where we're at i'd say it's about 83 degrees all right so harper you're gonna love this um, now, Doc, what did it start off at? Do you remember? Today? Oh, it was like about 64 when I went to work this morning real early, like. Yeah. So, how them old folks say? A little chill in the air this morning. By Southern standards, if, if yes. you will. By Deep South standards, I should say. Deep, Deep South. Because literally, you get into the 60s, the 50s, and the Deep, Deep South around this time of year. And people are like, oh, it's a little chill in the air. So, this motherfucker. It's broad, and I gotta be careful. She in the other room. I know she listens. She I gotta to be careful. What a pussy! This this motherfucker. As we got eight minutes in this match, and the rock and roll are dealing on primetime Brian Lee right now. This broad walks in the room. 
Now the thermostat is set on seventy five. Now it ain't. That's really way too on. high to begin. That's way too high to begin with. Bruh, it ain't really on because it's not hot enough. So it's only cycling on every now and then. She comes in and is like, I'm fucking freezing. I'm like, and it's your fault. Yeah. I'm like. It's 80 fucking three degrees outside. If you fucking cold, either put some clothes on or just step outside for fucking two minutes. I'm going to go get the heater out of the garage. We got one of those oh, little, fuck. little yeah. space heaters. Uh-huh. I said, you going to plug in a fucking space heater when it's 80 fucking three degrees outside. I'm cold. Put That's some fucking crazy. clothes on. Jesus fucking Christ. What is wrong with these broads? Well, I, to, I told you that after that Patreon episode, I, to, I was telling Mrs. Daka, we were talking about him, and how her and Sasha were going to be racing to Starbucks. She goes, oh, I don't have to go to Starbucks. I have a, a big thing of uh, pumpkin spice, spice latte creamer in the uh, refrigerator. Oh, hmm. What do you think about bras that drink pumpkin spice latte? Fuck that shit. All that pumpkin spice bullshit, bro. They got cereal now. <laughs> they sure do. They got a... a they got a cereal. Did you see the Cheerios? Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, bro. Who the fuck wants to eat that shit? Mark. We were in, we were in fucking, we were in the grocery store and I saw it. I picked it up and I was like, you see what y'all motherfuckers then did? Y'all got people convinced people want to eat this shit. That's that cereal like, that are about a month or two now, it's going to be a big lot for like a dollar fifty. Do you want to tell people? Wait, wait. I don't know if there's big lots everywhere. You want to tell people what big lots is? It's a. I mean, how would you best describe it? A clearinghouse of crap. Yeah, that's it. When when things reach a certain number of the uh, the expiration date, but it's not expired, that's where it 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 shows up a lot of times at big lots. It's like a. If you think, if you think friggin' Kmart is is low class to me, it's like a knockoff Kmart. I go in there all the time. Well, there you go. Mike, <laughs> stop insulting. Mike, right. stop insulting the talent here. Because <laughs> they got uh, they always have like the the like discounted shit that that was they got like, the the fucking rock stars when there's a flavor that, that didn't sell, so they just discontinue it. That's Wait, why they show up there for like the, a dollar the a can. The rock what? stars. I, I don't follow. What is that? It's the energy drink. Yeah. Oh, I drink I, water. Yeah. Well, you got to rehydrate after drinking 15 beers a night. Wow. Yeah, so I go fun. in there. I'll go in there at the end of the season to try to find like like at the end of Christmas, right before Christmas, and they put it on sale, and then you go in there and buy a bunch of Christmas lights and then save them for next year because I'm smart. Yeah. That's nice. Okay. I'm so a we got this match. That's good. We still got four minutes in this match left. But let me just tell you all kind of what goes down here in this match before okay. uh, Maybe we uh, should. Before we, you know, because we're sitting there bullshitting about the temperature and all that. But anyway, so uh, I actually didn't take a lot of notes when I watched it. And Harper, I know you didn't, but you're watching it now. Um, they, these guys, you can't hear it, but. They work their tails off. I mean, the crowd really doesn't die. Lots of rock and roll chants. Uh, Morton, Morton starts taking heat towards the end. Eventually, he uh, he's taking a beating, but he they make the hot tag. They double drop kick Candido at the end, but the ref is tied up with Morton and primetime Brian Lee. Uh, Morton 
ducks a purse hit by Tammy, and then he kisses Tammy. Yes, he kisses her, lays a nice long one on Tammy. In the process, Tammy throws her purse. Candido gets the purse, hits Morton. Ref is now up and alive, and the ref counts to three as Morton takes the pin. Rock and roll lose, and we go off air. So they lose here mm. Um, mm. in what could have been their last match. Mm. Uh, but And we'll no, talk no. next week about what happens at Bluegrass Brawl. But uh, that's kind of how it goes down on this week's episode. Um and Hopper, you'll see that obviously in three minutes as we're yeah. nearing the end of it here. Uh, Doc, did you have anything from it before we? Uh, yeah, I don't. You know, we 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 poke at Brian Lee a lot, but if he's the worst guy in your tag and your four man out there, you're you're probably okay. So yeah, these guys are all Candido's a, a bumper, and and the rock and roll is the rock and roll. So I do like the fact that they lose because man, now it's got me thinking. Holy crap, was that it? Was that it? I like the psychology well, of that. And it's Morton taking the, the pin. Yeah, Morton takes the pin. And here's the other, yeah. here's the other thing about this. Um, get I think if my memory's correct, get used to primetime Brian Lee and Candido tagging. I would think so. They're gonna yeah. do some stuff later together. Do they ever get a they name? Are, no, huh? it's uh, their the name of their tag team is Chris Candido and Primetime Brian Lee. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they get a different name. By the way, earlier I was talking about the Armstrong Family Reunion show that drew a little over a thousand people. The main event for that episode was Bob. Ar- that episode, that show was Bob Armstrong pinning Jim Cornette in a steel cage. That's that awful. sucks. It it only had a, a thousand people there. We had like one, two, three kid and fucking Owen Hart and shit. What if uh Owen. would you think of some of the names that come in later in the next year and a half? Wait and see what the crowds are. Um, what if what if Candido and uh, Primetime just came out and said we're the Samoans? <laughs> we need a name. <laughs> Speaking of Samoans, Doc, do you remember when Barbarian was in World Class? Not under the name Barbarian, though. No. Man, I just watched an episode of World Class. And I kept looking. I was like, that dude looks familiar. And I, I admittedly, I looked it up. And I was like, shit, that's Barbarian. He's fucking young. Oh, my God. And his yeah. name is Barbarian. Where's, he been, in, where's he been in JCP? Kansas City? Nah, he he's still around. I don't, I mean, he's not. We haven't seen him wrestle in two months. Yeah, no. no huh? he, ain't, he ain't been on Saturday night in a long time, but he's still around. Uh-oh. And a war warlord. Do you remember when the warlord popped up for like oh. a second with uh with a uh, baby doll? Yep. They took the, uh oh. Uh oh. And what's this? Oh it, yeah. Hopper, call, oh. call what you see in Hopper. Hashtag me too. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it tasted like Morton rock star planted. energy. Rock star Morton energy just... drink and whiskey. Marlboro lights. Yeah, <laughs> shit. You don't Morton smoking reds, if anything. Yeah. Morton just planted a hell of a kiss on on Tammy. By the way, in a couple of weeks, the Me Too movement is going to be ridiculously violated again by Ric well, Flair. And that brings us to the end. Next week, we've got Bluegrass Brawl highlights. I can't wait for that. Um, yep, man. That's the end of the episode. So, I, all right, I, let me tell y'all something. It's a tag uh, I'm not. I don't know about y'all, but rating this one seems pointless. Why? 
I don't think so. It's an episode. I did, I, you keep saying it's this and this and this. It's an episode of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. What's your problem? Okay. 8.2. 8. I enjoyed it. Are you really giving this 8.2? I'll get a 7.5. See, that's not too far off. To be nice. Uh, oh, shit. All right, let me put this down. 8.2 from Doc. Hot percent 7.5. I got to give this like a 7.2. Mm. It was 43 minutes, pal. Um, I didn't sit there and watch all the recaps, so 36 minutes. What about a government cheese award by longtime listener Shard Johnson? What uh, what do you want to give that one? I don't know. Can you, you me, can you hear me ripping ass? No. No, I can't. I, I, well, I had a little bacterial infection this week, so I've been on some antibiotics. And man, I've been ripping ass bad. That's like, nice I think stuff. I I think I broke a rib early. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. love those. Yeah, I just rattled it loose from the cartilage. Now I'm like in pain and shit. And I love doing it like in a gym because everyone has fucking headphones on. So you can just just let that shit rip, bro. And you don't give a fuck. Man, I remember when they put it with Mike, they put a celly in there in his office with him. And it was this old stuck up broad. And Mike Mike refused to blow ass and whatever. And so when he walked out of there every day, he walked out of there like a 70-year-old crippled up, bent up, hardcore wrestler, just bent over in pain. This is a 100% shoot. They literally... I had an office that was decent. So, I mean, it was all right. It wasn't huge. Shit, it was bigger than mine. You fucking I bastard. know, but it, but it wasn't made for two people. And they fucking basically made two cubes, cubicles out of this office. And the thing was, this isn't a cubicle in an open area. It's literally an office that they put a divider in. Yeah. And there's two human beings in it. And it's got a fucking... It's it's an office, so it's it's completely enclosed, with the exception of a freaking door. This broad, I mean, I, bro, I I ain't gonna. I got a fucking active gastrointestinal tract. All right, I it's from fart. all that. It's from all that red beans and rice you eat, bro. Oh, I fart all day long, every day. I eat a lot of fibrous vegetables. And I'm always farting. This, and this chick, broad. And this chick was like gray hair, drinking like hot tea, and even in the summertime, proper and shit. And they stuff her in there with the mess. <laughs> so, so, bro, I'm telling Doc, I'm like, I'm like, bro, I can't. I mean, dude, literally, she might have went to HR on me for farting. That's, That's how bad nice. my shit is. So... <laughs> I would, out of courtesy, because I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to be professional. I'm in a professional environment. Don't let the stupidity and the work fool you on this show. I can tone it down when I need to. I can speak proper. I can talk to doctors. Hey, you don't like get that. the name Uncle Tom for nothing. You know, I mean, if I walk into a business meeting, I can sound like an intelligent human being. Okay, Harper? So anyway, right. I am like, I tell Doc one day, man, I'm, I'm hurting, bruh. Like, when when I had to share an office with that broad, I would walk out the office. My stomach would be, be in knots. <laughs> if you were behind me walking out of the office building, you might have thought a bear, a lion, and a fucking deer had died in the trail behind me. Because cause it, was, it was just fucking 
just disintegrating in front of you <laughs> that the corpses <laughs> were. Because my, my stomach would hurt, man. I mean, bro, I, I can't help it. What am I supposed to do? I fart all day. What, what do you want me to do? What do you want from me? Well, if you eat, what you need to do is sh- shove some government cheese in your mouth, and that'll block it all up. So maybe we should get over to the government, government cheese. cheese. Okay, who are you giving it to? I was torn between two guys. One was Dutch for getting taking actually taking a bump here for the first time in a year and a half. But in the end, I'm giving it to Ricky Morton, who may be gone for the territory, but he got him some action whether she wanted it or not. And that's how we do it here at BTT, right? Okay. You didn't consider Dirty White Boy? He said, I'm not worried about a 300-pound piece of toilet paper? No. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I, I, no Storm or Jericho for you either, Doc? No. No? All right. I, I, I'm, giving, I'm giving it to the Dirty White Boy because that was a shoot. That line was great. I'm not worried about that 300-pound piece of toilet paper. <laughs> uh, hey, real quick, Harper, before you do, you, do yours, uh, Doc and I – Recently, use the Amazon referral link, tinyurl.com slash Amazon to get a, to get Death of the Territories. Uh, Man, I'm two chapters in, and I'm fucking hooked. That book yeah. is so damn good. It, it, uh, again, only two chapters in, but I'm really enjoying a ride. So uh, if Who you're in the market, and, uh, Tim Hornbaker's his name. Uh, very, very, very good. So, Doc, do, do you enjoy it so far? So far, so good, my friend. Yeah. Go to tinyurl.com slash Amazon. get Death of the Territories, or anything else, and give that link to your wives, girlfriends, side pieces, anyone in your life who uses Amazon, and tell them to use it, bookmark it, and uh, it's greatly appreciated. All right, Hopper, who are you going to give your government cheese to? I'm going to give it to the, that fucking white trash broad for making her debut. Peggy. Yeah, Peggy. Lee. Peggy Mullet girl. Leather. Here's a question. No, I wouldn't hit it. <laughs> no. No? No, fuck no. Mm-mm. Look at that chick. Mm-mm. Okay, let's She's go down the Smoky Mountain ro- Let's go down the Smoky Mountain roster. Who would hit it? Oh, God. Uh, you think Bobby would hit that? Yeah. Bobby no. probably would. No. Brian Lee would. No. No? <laughs> I bet. Uh, what about what about Larry, Jim Mitchell? What about what about, yes. about Daryl Van Horn? James, yes, Jim Mitch, James Mitchell. I know you're listening. Let us know if you would back that, or if you did. There you go. Now you found it out. All right. Well, and Larry Santos. Yeah, Mike All Simpson. Right, let me- yeah. Let me do something before we get out of here. Thank you to the Hall of Fame patrons, Will Parker, Brian Evans, JB, Chris Meyer, Josh Fields, Adam Price, at a Price INS, Bill Salsa, uh, Judson Edwards, at SPAC Face, C Browning, Mitchell Johns 18, Spy Boy Sports Cap, Merciless Jones, Bis- Disrespectfully Classy, Mark E. Blassie, JMM7530, DR1851, Rube 1452, Frog Zeppelin, R. Smith 9000, Big Rich 9454, uh, Sports Beat, Jesse Lucas, Joe Ice, MPRU83, LSRE Miller 39, Justin underscore Andretti, J Shiny 21, Natural Hacks, All Thin Man Within, Slider 91 US, Mondo Martinez. Why you keep changing your Twitter address? I have no clue what it is. I'm just going to call you out by your name. <laughs> uh, love you, Monzi. Uh, at Gerald Green III, TLG94, SV Patrick, Martin House 71, Tim Marecci, Code Man 822, God Unreal, Unconfinished Ray. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. All right, Doc, you got anything else? Man, can we just please go? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, we can. Hopper, you know what to do.
Fuck it, bitch, bruh.